first episode and pilot episode of Free Examination. The podcast where we examine everything from physical health, mental health, current events, politics, and much more. Today, we're going to talk about something that obviously has everybody worried and that's on everybody's mind is COVID-19. What we're going to do today is going to examine a few things from statistics. Where did it come from? And what we can do to prevent it. And before we start, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Juan. I am from Fort Worth, Texas. I am a college student. Um, I'm a biology major. One day hoping to be a doctor. Um, specialized in emergency medicine and subspecialized in sports medicine. Um, if you know me, I do have background and experience of going to a lot of these doctors specialized in sports medicine so that's one of the reasons um it attracted me in working in the medical field but one of the first things we are going to talk about is what exactly is COVID-19 or coronavirus and the reason I want to talk about what exactly is coronavirus I mean we, we've been dealing with it um in quarantine in this pandemic for the past two months so, but the thing is, I see many misconceptions. People aren't exactly sure what it is. They're just kind of scared. So, I mean, coronavirus isn't anything new. We've had coronavirus um, from SARS disease to MERS disease, which is a respiratory illness. Um, and the thing is, it's a zoonotic disease. What zoonotic diseases is or what it means is that it jumps from animals to humans. So, which is, this is nothing new. So if, you know, if rabies, salmonella, Ebola, West Nile virus, these are all zoonotic disease that we've already dealt with. So, one of the misconceptions and the notions that we don't want to get mixed up is, oh, somebody in China ate a bat. So one of the reasons this notion is widely believed is that the COVID-19 version of the coronavirus was first discovered in China. Um, and, the, you know, they examine the properties of the disease and it's very similar to what diseases bats carry. Um, just like with SARS, um, it was then discovered that it did come from a bat, which then moved on to the civet cat. Now with MERS, um, also same disease, similar to a bat, but this time it was transferred to camels. Um, now nobody's gonna say that people were eating camels, but with this kind of contact droplet disease, um, you could be two feet away from a camel riding a camel and you could be subjugated to getting the disease. Now, the coronavirus is a droplet disease, which means it's spread through the air in small little droplets. Well, they're not small, they're pretty heavy, and they travel about three feet. That's why people are recommending the social distancing of a minimum of six feet, so you're not as likely to get it. So that's the, pretty much the main reason we are recommended to stay six feet away from each other. Alrighty, so the next thing we are going to examine is numbers. So the numbers of COVID-19, as in world cases, 
we are as of today friday may 15th is 4,442,163 confirmed cases and in deaths worldwide we are at 302,418 so in the u.s as of may 15th we are at 1,417,774 confirmed cases. We are at 85,898 deaths. And this number is increasing rapidly. In Mike County alone, on May 12, we had 3,695 confirmed cases. Two days later, the 14th of May, we had 4,076 cases confirmed. So these numbers help in a few ways. One way is to keep track of everything recorded. And the other way is to help us monitor the curve. Now the curve is on a chart, the number of cases that we have. And the way we flatten the curve is we start at the moment of intervention, where we start treating it, where we start recording it, and by practicing social distancing. So we practice social distancing follow the guidelines that are set so that we can control this virus then the curve starts going down because not as many people are getting infected now the disease isn't going to go away completely because we don't have a cure for it or we don't have a vaccine we don't have any way to treat it now one of the reasons this disease is so big today and why so many people are getting it because this is completely brand new to us we haven't built immunities to it and we don't have treatment or vaccines. So the best thing we have in play right now is social distancing. Now with the state of Texas opening up, it is very important we still practice those social distancing guidelines. So we're not gonna be able to go to get a haircut, go to the movies, go to restaurants. It's still very important that you keep your distance, stay six feet away. The state of texas opening up is not because it's safe to go out it is to stimulate the economy so we got to keep in mind that we still need to keep those guidelines in place so if you go to the store no browsing only get what you need go when the store first opens or before it closes that's when they're going to have the least amount of foot traffic and when you go out get your hair cut obviously your barber is going to be close to you your hairdresser is going to be close to you wear a mask and if you go grocery shopping you know sanitize as soon as you get out sanitize a car sanitize your belongings it's not really a thing you have to disinfect your grocery items when you get home just store them as they need to be stored but still practice that good hygiene washing your hands when you get in washing your hands off so now that we've talked about social distancing being our best bet what do you do if you feel like you've been exposed you're feeling symptoms which the coronavirus does have a few symptoms cough fever shortness of breath muscle aches sore throat unexperienced loss of taste or smell and even diarrhea and a headache so if you feel like you're a victim, now it is allergy season. I myself suffer badly from allergies. I'm constantly having a stuffed nose, but we do have to remember, 
sneezing is not a symptom of COVID-19. But symptoms can be similar when you have allergies, like shortness of breath, cough, or even a sore throat. But the best thing you can do is record your temperature regularly and still practice good hygiene and take medication if you can for your allergies. Now, if you feel like you have been exposed or you feel like you do have it, you do have a few options. From experience, going to the doctor is not easy. Like say if you have no health insurance or now, especially right now, no money to go to the doctor. CVS, now we do have a few options. The one thing we don't want to do is go straight to the ER. You don't want to risk exposing yourself if you don't have it or you don't want to expose others. So we do have a few options when it comes to that. One option is searching local testing sites, drive by or drive through testing sites. And for one example we can use is CVS. CVS offers testing with most insurance that you don't have an out-of-pocket expense. Now, if you don't have insurance, especially now a lot of people are losing their jobs and their insurance is tied to their jobs, one of the options that you have, say like in Fort Worth, Texas, you can Google your free testing sites and get tested there. We do have to call ahead because you just don't want to show up, but definitely a good option. Now say that your test results come back and they come back negative, good. Let's still practice that social distancing and the guidelines that were put in place so that you don't get it. Now say your test results come back positive. If your test results come back positive, you will be instructed on what to do, but we have to remember this is a beatable disease. So far in world cases that have been recorded of people recovering, we are at 1,588,000. 353 in the world in the u.s the recovery cases are 246,414 so the one thing we can get from this is that it is a beatable disease if we still practice our social distancing all the guidelines that were given to us and we have to remember if you don't need to go out don't i know it's hard you can get cabin fever you want to go out but eventually we'll all look back at this and remember that it wasn't so bad to stay inside so we can get over this so that's going to be everything i have for you guys today thank you guys for listening and supporting this podcast if you guys know me in person you know this means a lot to me and i've been trying to do it for a while but i haven't had the time because of personal things going on and unfortunately i did get put on quarantine because we thought i was experiencing systems but after two tests um everything went back negative so that's really good but i just hope you guys stay safe and I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to one of our first sponsors and a really good friend of mine, Frances. She has encouraged me to do this for a long time and she always encouraged me to follow my dreams and everything I do. And she's just a really good friend that has now become family. And I just want to thank her. I want to thank you guys again for tuning in and listening. This is a little bit of rough around the edges, but we're still new. We're still learning. Um, if you can go ahead and give our Instagram a follow, it's at the examination. I just want to thank you guys so much again. 
doing this with me and if there's anything you guys want to talk about or listen to you can go ahead and comment on that instagram that i'll be doing a lot of episodes where we just learn about more about science health mental health physical health education and, and much more hope you guys have a good day be healthy and be safe out there catch you guys in the next one